0: I was Javich. Welcome to our first episode on Get Familiar, Get Talking podcast, hosted by the Irish Kiwi duo the whole world didn't know it needed. I'm Sha and I'm Laura. In this episode, we will be talking about expectations in our 20s. Our keywords are marriage, education, and freedom. So, squat, handstand, sit back, and relax. So, how was your 20s? oh eventful
1: um I'd say probably the biggest roller coaster I've ever been on a lot of ups and a lot of downs um, definitely yeah and I think going into your 20s I always had these expectations that it was just it was all up there was gonna be no downs it was gonna be easy cruising easy sailing through life but fuck, it's hard it's, it's so, so hard <laughs> it's difficult so uh, cool. weird like transition of like being a kid to suddenly expecting to magically transform into an adult overnight yeah you know exactly what you want to do like exactly where you're going to be and what you're going to do for the rest of your life and you're like i don't even know how to set up an electricity bill i don't know what a oh my God, this is. So dislike like
0: me <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like it's you know there's just so much pressure on like having it all together and you you think that it's just you know nobody makes out like it's gonna be hard. Everyone's just like, you're in your twenties. No, you're grown up, and you're like, am I?
0: Yeah, Sorry? exactly. When did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> because you come from like being, I don't know if the right word. Shouted is the right one, but you go from that to like all of a sudden being like shoved into the like big world. Yeah,
1: and I think I think that's a really big one, and that that's one of our buzzwords, education. Like I was seventeen, going off to college how is a 17-year-old who is only a baby you don't know (laughs) jack shit about life and they're like no no you need to you need to decide what you're doing for the rest of your life and even younger than that here you have to choose the subjects that you want to do at school when you're what like 14 15 and that's going to determine what courses you can do and what
0: colleges you can go to and like that is insane we're only being told like what's out there instead of experiencing it yeah
1: yeah like you're still in such this safety bubble of like going home and you know your mom and dad have your dinner on the table for you like nobody prepares you for the fact that when you live by yourself you have to know what to cook for dinner 365 days a year nobody (laughs) prepares you nobody prepares you for the fact that vegetables vegetables expire so
0: fast oh my fruit, god oh yes my god. <laughs> 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 I remember like the first time I had to go through that and I was like what the hell I just brought this yesterday and it's already like gone horrible <laughs> yeah
1: I, I didn't understand the broccoli went off so quick I think I bought broccoli and I went to the fridge two days later and I was like you're not green anymore and that's kind of alarming <laughs> I don't yeah. know if I should eat you um mm-hmm.
0: what is it the the avocado. My favorite, but oh. I have to eat the whole thing. Like Yeah, you don't have enough time. There's no. a time limit on eating your avocado. <laughs> it's
1: like it's like you check it at a two o'clock and you're like, oh no, it's not ripe enough yet. And then at three
0: PM suddenly it's all soft and
1: chunky, <laughs> you have to throw it in the bin.
0: Oh my god. god. <laughs> I think education, um I'm not sure but I feel like it was I'm not saying that previous generations are like bad. But because it was mm-hmm. imprinted in them that their kids should, you know, school straight after, go to university, like, that, mm-hmm. that's the way it should be. But I feel like it shouldn't. It's this weird limbo of, like,
1: <clears throat> everywhere wants you to have a qualification, but they still want you to be, like, young and fresh to the market, and, but, like, with heaps of experience behind you. And you're like, how can I tick all of these boxes of having the relevant qualification – having the 10 years experience and being 25 exactly How, it is so impossible and such an unnecessary pressure to be putting on people like i think to be honest i think experience is probably more valuable
0: yeah. than
1: education yeah i, I don't fully un- like i obviously understand education for certain you know you're not gonna let a brain surgeon that doesn't have a degree
0: <laughs> yeah operate on Yeah, just
1: because they're like oh I have three years experience poking around brains you know you're not gonna (laughs) that that one's not gonna fly
0: yeah that's not gonna yeah because I had I had I had a um friend who owned a business and she was saying that um when she interviewed people she had people that went to university applying at her work but like they studied religious studies they had nothing to do with like the type of job that they're applying for you know but like Mm -hmm. no one would hire them because they had no experience at all yeah
1: and I think that's it's quite a harsh reality too for people that come out and they have their qualification they've put in those four years or six years or whatever worked their ass off Probably yeah. did how many all nighters trying to get assignments submitted and studying for exams and all of that pressure and all of that stress and then suddenly then they're released into this world can't get a job in what they have their qualification in and they have to settle for a job that they could have gotten without going through
0: so all that and yeah
1: anything. and it's, do you know I I'm not working in a job relevant to my degree at all I kind of came out of college and I was like all right cool yeah I got a degree. Don't know what to do with it, but I got one. <laughs>
0: you but do you, feel, do, you feel, do you feel like it's because you had to decide, like, um, you know, you need the money, so you're just applying for whatever's out there? Or mm-hmm. would you wait? Do
1: you know, I would say it's like a combination of, yeah, need and money. Um, yeah. I studied quite a, a difficult career path.
0: I feel like it's also who you know in the business world these days like
1: yeah. oh big time yeah
0: big time
1: like there's there was a lot of people from my course um that kind of stayed in Ireland Just one of my friends he's down in Dublin and he's doing like set design and everything and he's you know he's even doing like designs for bars and everything now like because oh, he's wow. just such a keen eye for design and everything but that route never really suited me I always wanted to do the drama therapy kind of thing like working with children with special needs and everything yeah I was dead set that this was what I wanted to do um and then so whenever I left college um I obviously went traveling for a while and then whenever I came back I started volunteering with special needs foundation in town and kind of realized that from for me it was too difficult it it was really really hard and I you know big shout out to anybody that does like special needs assistance or working with children with special needs and stuff because it is it is a really freaking difficult job yeah that would be really hard yeah and I was going through like quite a difficult spell of like anxiety and everything and and I you know that was affecting me and in turn it was affecting the experience that the child was having with me because they could tell that I wasn't a hundred percent and everything yeah you know i could never like fully straighten my head out to be like no 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 like i need to focus on the well-being of this child when i was like being so down on myself and difficult with myself um so took a took a step back from that i'm 26 now but this was before i was 26 (laughs) and i was like you know what i i need to figure out what i'm doing i was working a job in town um in in a really great company like a really great company to have gotten in with but the role that I was in I was like I don't want to do this for the rest of my life like it's working with the machinery and like anyone that knows me knows I can barely work my phone <laughs> let alone like I didn't want to put face ID on my phone because I thought the government was looking at you oh yeah. and, <laughs> you know little things like that so I started a new career path now human resources I've actually moved into the department at work and it's the happiest I've ever felt in a role. Oh, that's and, awesome. Yeah, and it's, it, you know, it's really uplifting. And I'm like, you know, I know I'm 26, but I got there. And I think that's, like, it's an important thing to remember for people as well. That, like, yeah, you might go and get your degree. And you might have bust your ass off. And you might come out and realize, oh, shit, like, I don't want to do this job. Yeah. Um, but it, it will all come together. Like, it will work out acknowledge that it's not what you want to do take that step back be like do you know what this this isn't
0: going to make me happy because if it doesn't make you happy like what the fuck is the point (laughs) do know of someone that um didn't like his job and he was just miserable and he quit Mm -hmm. so like props to him for doing that because you know it's also your well-being like don't stay in a job that you're gonna hate Mm -hmm. that you could also get stuck in for the rest of your life, I reckon. Yeah. And it's also never too late to study again. If you're like, oh, crap, now I know what I want to do. I'm going to study. Definitely do it. Never too late for Never too late, (laughs) yeah. But don't don't rush yourself into study. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. What kind of message are we trying? We're so inspirational. Yeah. (laughs) You know? (laughs) We're inspirational inspiring kind of people. <laughs> no, but this is this is just our view, you know. Is you know, just do yeah. you obviously, but yeah, like some people be so lucky
1: and walk out of their their college education at twenty two, exactly. land the job of their dream, and then work in that role for the rest of their lives. And yeah, big props to you if you do. But for the other people that come out of it and they're like me and they're like, oh shit,
0: yeah, <laughs> what what I do? I mean? <laughs> yeah, because I mean, like you do feel a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. you know people may not say it straight to you but like you know in school they say oh you know get ready for university and then you're kind of thinking okay that's what I have to do or yeah you or you do it to make you know people around you happy when Mm -hmm. really you're like this is not what I want to do yeah 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 Yeah. so you know if you want to find yourself or whatever travel if you want to obviously (laughs) do it yeah definitely do it (laughs) It's such an advocate for traveling yeah (laughs) because when you quite shouted when you were um would you say a teenager or
1: oh I was always um a little bit backward as my dad put it at one point when I was (laughs) when I was really really young yeah I was really shy like would not talk to people at all didn't really have an interest in engaging with people to be honest um And then one day I asked if I could go to a drama academy that had opened in town. Went to that and it just slowly started bringing in this new sense of confidence in me. And I started being able to talk to people and started becoming more friendly and approachable and... um you know, transformed me. That was always why I kind of wanted to go down that route is because I was like, you know, I kind of want to help a kid that was like me, that was just so nervous. But then I find as I got older, I kind of started reverting back a little bit. Um, Like whenever I got into my 20s, I, you know, there was, there was a lot of really difficult shit that happened in college. And that's probably a topic for another day. You know, I felt really excluded, really alone. It was probably the loneliest time I had had in my life was probably in my first year and the start of my second year of college um really isolating kind of got to a point where I wasn't leaving my flat anymore I had kind of I kind of pushed all of my friends away um and kind of intentionally as well like I didn't want them to care about me because I was going through a lot of stuff like there was there was a lot of bullying and everything going on that I was trying to deal with and uh I didn't want people to feel like they were burdened with me because I was like you college is meant to be the best years of your life and and mine aren't but that doesn't mean that my friends should have to suffer at the hands of me having a shit experience like they should still be having a good one so I became really difficult to be around and like didn't want to talk to people and just spent a lot of time in my room stopped going to my class it's funny because it's Probably one of the saddest memories that I have of my twenties, but, but it also led to like one of the happiest. Because there was a girl there was a girl that I had met in first year and I had met her when I was really, really drunk and don't remember actually meeting her. But I wrote her name down. Yeah. So that I could add her on Facebook the next day. And <laughs> I had this name on my phone. And I was like, who in the frig is Neil? And I was like, "Is this? So I went on Facebook and I was like, I have no recollection of her. And I was like, I must have been chatting away to her for ages last night. So I added her anyway because I was like, I'll see her around again. And maybe yeah. she remembers talking to me. And then it was this weird thing of like, we never saw each other. During the day, but we would always bump into each other on nights out, and we would always take a photo together and then part ways. <laughs> One day, when I was going through like this really shitty down spell, she just messaged me out of the blue, and she was like, "You know, we should meet sometime and go for coffee in college." And she was like, "Cause we only ever see each other when we're out," and yeah. she was like, "You know, we could we could have a little catch up." And for some reason I was like, "No, do you know what? I am gonna go. I am gonna meet her." Um. So I went and we sat and instead of instead of coffee I do believe we had a pint and was well, it similar I guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it was such a turnaround point for me I don't know I don't even know if she knows how much that that day meant and um, and how important that was for me and how much that brought me out of that downward spell and I was like you know what I was like maybe I can have friends here and maybe yeah. I don't have to be alone and Maybe people do genuinely want to help and want to listen to you and don't want you to have a shit experience. And I think maybe I was just surrounded by the wrong people.
0: Wrong people, yeah.
1: Yeah. And, um, And, you know, she introduced me then to all of her friends who are now my friends and we're all still in contact. And it's such a great, like, supportive group that if any of us are ever feeling down like all you have to do is like message into the whatsapp and then suddenly there's a video call going on cry over video camera and they're like, you know and they're they're validating all of your feelings because sometimes i feel like you can very much get like do you know what like i'm being so stupid now. these people have accepted me for who i am and
0: oh this you is know. beautiful
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is all i hope this person is listening
1: because whoever you are you're awesome it's kind of one of those things that I wish I could go back and tell myself that when I was in those really dying days, like, nah, do you know what? The the good is coming and the yeah. good will show itself. It's very easy to get lost in it and be like, do you know what? Like, this sucks. I hate college. I just want to go home. Yeah. And, you know, so easy to spiral in it. Um, But if there's anybody that is having a bad time with anxiety or battling depression or anything Mm -hmm. like that it's the good's coming it really is I'm such an advocate for the good is coming because (laughs) I thought there was no good coming and I I was convinced that I was going to leave college and move back home and I think that probably would have gotten me more down even though Jesus, I love, I love my parents to tiny little pieces and would have been more than happy to move home to them. But I think I would have felt disappointed
0: in myself as well. Those girls are so lovely. Love people like that. And they probably don't know that they're making a difference in someone's life because, you know, we never know what people are going through.
1: The freedom to be able to show your emotions to your friends as well and not feel in any way judged for it. Amazing. amazing Amazing. like I think we've all seen each other cry at this point I think they saw me cry over a cappuccino one day and they didn't judge me you know (laughs) they they understood that that I really wanted that cappuccino and it didn't work out it just didn't work out (laughs) yes you know they empathized with me they didn't judge it really does give you another another sense of freedom in yourself to just, again, yeah. be 100% authentically you. And I think it's yeah. just, it's so important to just be just be 100% you. Because it's so yeah. hard to do as well. Like, it's so hard to understand who you are. Um, like, I think a lot of your 20s is finding out
0: who you are. It's also, for your 20s, you're still young enough to make mistakes, you know? Exactly. So, just make I'm not saying like make so many mistakes before you're 30 but yeah. that you know if you make mistakes be like okay like it's all right and just try again you know it's it's yeah. okay and if someone's <laughs>
1: listening to this and they're in their 30s and they're still making mistakes say that's
0: cool yeah <laughs> that's cool you just wait to your 40s okay <laughs>
1: I'm if sure it we'll doesn't make work in list. your
0: 40s well 50s yeah <laughs> I'm sure we'll make another podcast in our
1: 30 s and being like, yeah, still making mistakes. <laughs> yes. educating yourself about who you are, what you want, what your standards are. Mm-hmm. you know what's gonna what's gonna make your life what you want it to be.
0: Exactly. And people out there that say lower your standards don't like seriously don't (laughs) i I see it all over social media and i'm like no 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 no, don't lower your standards yeah for anything okay let's emphasize that for anything yeah for anything you can't feel free until you just let yourself go like do things that make you happy don't do things just because it makes others happy or you don't want to you want to avoid conflict yeah just do you do you okay people
1: say it louder for the people in the back
0: yes, yes.
1: <laughs> I'm like ooh we have not touched on marriage oh marriage, no. marriage. So, <laughs> what, were, what were your expectations so for anyone that's listening to this that doesn't know me or Shar, Char is married with two little beautiful, the most beautiful and I'm <laughs> not just saying that because I'm slightly biased but they are the most beautiful babies I have ever seen um, and I am not married with any babies? I have no babies. Um <laughs> Which I but I think okay. is quite an interesting like little comparison to go through because the two of us have such different experiences as well. Yes, um, very
0: different. I think for me, um growing up I wanted to be, you know, that cool single auntie comes <laughs> and goes when she pleases, you know. <laughs> My life. And stuff, yeah. <laughs> and well yeah and obviously it didn't turn out that way (laughs) not saying that I'm not you know happy with being married and stuff but you know things can definitely change as time goes by yeah I think even
1: like I was the polar opposite you know I thought I was gonna meet the love of my life when I was in my teens yeah stay together be married by the time I was 28 um have two kids no three kids sorry um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> two, two twin girls and a little boy um, oh damn <laughs> all by the time all by the time I was 30 um so you know first two years of marriage I was expecting to have three newborn babies pretty much yeah um you know so stupid um wanted like <laughs> a massive wedding uh, with hundreds of guests, I wanted a tailor-made dress just for me, and you know, just such unrealistic, ridiculous expectations for my marriage. I find that those pressures can also force you to overlook flaws. And yeah, if you're if you're in a relationship that's not great for you, and you're like, hmm. You know, it's not it's not what I thought it would be, and you're not a hundred percent happy. Um, you can kind of start to try and overlook that stuff because you're like, mm, I'm on the clock. I feel like I I always kind of thought if I didn't achieve that and if I wasn't married. I somehow failed if you marry that person and you're still trying to overlook those flaws like eventually they're gonna they're gonna bite you in the ass there's only so long that you can pretend to be okay with things Um, exactly it can be scary becoming single like in your late 20s well I say late 20s like I'm ancient (laughs) you know um but you know I when I I became single when I was 25 and uh and I was like, oh, God. I was like, I'm 25. It's like, I'm going to be 30 in five years. I was like, oh, my God. I'd want to be going out with someone for, like, five years before I'd even think about getting married, which yes. means that I'll be 30 before I get married. And, oh, my God, what about babies? And then spiraled. Oh, my God, did I spiral? And I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> and, you know, but it was so worth it because, you know, I know it was scary and everything, but now... I'm in a relationship that I know I'm 100% happy in because I know what it's like to to not be 100% happy. And, you know, that it's, you kind of have to, you have to put yourself first. Definitely put yourself first. And I know it's important to look out for the other person that you're in a relationship with and you don't want them to get hurt or anything. like you really you really need to look after yourself too and look after your own well-being and your own happiness because no one else can look after your life for you like yeah you have control of it so whatever happens in it you have to decide so it can be scary to take those steps as well um but definitely scary you know yeah and like, I don't think there's any pressure on getting married, and so I'm very much no in, in that mindset now. Like, I was just like, Do you know what? If I'm if I'm thirty five, getting married,
0: who gives a who shit? Yeah, <laughs> who cares? Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Like, it's not everything, you know. Married. Yeah, it's not everything. I think you you know when you meet the person, mm-hmm. don't don't just get married because you know, you're getting older or because people around you are getting Mm -hmm. married Mm -hmm. or, you know, don't feel pressured to get married. You know yourself if it's the right person. Best advice with the whole marriage thing is if the person is willing to communicate with you about anything and everything Mm -hmm. and, you know, you talk more, it it helps it, I guess. Like, you know that Mm -hmm. person is willing to Compromise, I guess, for you to make it work. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what. Don't don't rush into it, man. People. Yeah, (laughs) there's no (laughs) point rushing. Don't. God,
1: you know, if nobody else listens to this podcast, I don't mind because I feel so
0: inspired. (laughs) (laughs) Here's me talking out of my ass. people say like you know when you meet person and I'm not lying Mm. but you really do know when you meet the person
1: (laughs) yeah it's funny like because only recently um we were down in Dublin and there was a guy there and he was like you know how do you know if you're in love and he was like do you just He's like, do you just know? And he was like, like, what is it? And he was like, because I, do, I don't know if I've ever been in love. And I was like, well, you obviously haven't. know yeah. <laughs> was like, you definitely would know. And he was like, well, is it just that you, you want to do absolutely everything with them? And I was like, well, I suppose of it. And I was like, but it's, it's like for me, it's you know, whenever you're doing something yourself, you're just like, oh, you know, this would be so much better if they were here. And oh, yeah, better. yeah, and, and you know, it's that that little feeling inside you whenever you see them and you're just like ah, <laughs> hi
0: yeah it's like when you think of them a lot of the time or hmm. um i think the thing that really gets me is when the other person thinks of the little things that no one else would think of but they do it for you without yeah. you asking that's yeah. like big plus for me big plus yeah <laughs> get you a man that does the dishes yeah. <laughs> i don't know why but it's very attractive when like when they do housework when they do housework yeah i'm just like oh
1: my god you really do love me marco and jack are gonna listen to this podcast and be like oh my god you, you love me because i do housework
0: don't mm. don't feel pressured even by your partner if they want to get married just it's okay to say no but yeah. but it would really suck if they proposed to you in public because you know yeah, that's what I was gonna say, like if it's a big public proposal, just be like can we talk about this later? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> can you like get up and let's just walk away. Yeah. <laughs> but now, because we've um we've pretty much covered all the keywords as we went, have indeed. We have so we have a little segment which is called In Case Nobody Told You Today. So you can spend so many
1: years of your life trying to fit the image that you feel society expects of you. You don't need to change. You're fucking perfect. <laughs> wow, I love that.
0: I love <laughs> that.
1: Right, folks. So I think that's probably enough of us blabbering for our first episode. Thank
0: you for listening, and if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from us, follow our Instagram at GFGT underscore podcast and our Facebook at Lock GFGT (laughs) podcast. And once again,
1: thank you so much for listening. And if you are still here at the end, fair play to you. And we will see you next time. Happy trails! (laughs)